Now on the tee, it's Maddie and the Caddy. Here's Matt Barry and Michael Collins. Your weekly tee box playoff dysfunction is officially back early and better this week alongside the Caddy. Michael Collins. I am the Maddie. This is Maddie and the Caddy, the podcast. Heard around the world from Tumblebrook Country Club and beyond. Uh, happy to be a, a part of this each and every week. And, Caddy, since I keep dominating you in the picks, which we'll get to in a minute. Oh, uh, here we go. Or later. I, 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 get, I, I get the tee box first to start yep. with, with a couple of conversations. And here's where I would like to start before we get to some other things. Okay. I am so angry at golf this week. You mad at the game? I am mad at the game. Bro, what do they say? Don't hate the game. Hate the player, not the game. Well, Why are you mad at the game of golf? Because in no competitive world should a winner be shooting 30 under par. Why not? That's bad for the sport. No, it ain't. No, it's not. It is not bad for the sport. That's like... That is like the University of Alabama putting up 62 on Mary, Sister, and Joseph's school. Of, like, that's bad well, for sport. No, it ain't. It's the not. Po- the college football purists hate it when Alabama plays Mary, Sisters of the Poor. Yeah, but you know what? Nobody was mad when Clemson put up 137 on Alabama. Like, nobody was mad at Clemson dominating in the, in the title game. That's different. You know, no, what it this, ain't. No, it 30. ain't. Then do 30 under at Beth Page Black. What? No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter where it happens. This is the thing. Look, you get a golf course that does not have a lot of wind and that is it's not soft, soft, but gettable when someone like Dustin Johnson is on his A plus game, there is nothing that you can do. There's no there's no golf course unless you unless you think the USGA is going to come in every week and f up a golf course. Which why, why like this? If you want to know how good these guys are, this is how good these guys are with a regular PGA Tour set up golf course. That and I agree with. So again, don't hate. You can't. Don't be hating on the player because he can go out there and shoot thirty under. And let's get this straight. Okay. He won by 11. So it ain't like he shot 30 and won by a stroke or in an, in a playoff. Wait, weren't like there this dudes dude, that were, tw- what was it, like 20? I thought there were 22 unders and 20 unders as well. Yeah, uh, maybe, but still, like whatever. I'm just saying, listen. I do got- agree with you that seeing D- Dustin Johnson at his peak of his powers, it's like, holy. Dustin yeah. Johnson won by 11 shots. Okay? Harris English didn't have a great finish, but he still shot four rounds in the 60s. He finished at 19 under. If 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 Dustin Johnson hadn't have played, Harris English would have finished in he would have won by a shot over Daniel Berger and Kevin Kisner, Scotty Scheffler would have been tied in third at 17 under. Like 16 under is four a day on a so par 71. That, you beat me to it. My ideal score for a non-major tournament is 16 under. Why? Because I think four under every day. All the guys are allowed to do is make birdies on the four par fives. That's it. They're not allowed to make a birdie on a three or a four. 
Like, what do you, what well, happens to room for a boat? They can birdie all the par fives and, and bogey a hole. And, and that, that to me, that's a, a complete round of golf. Four Golfers are trying to keep, keep a clean scorecard. So if you hit the green in regulation on the four par threes, you're telling me you're going over four and birdie putts? That's what I'm it's, saying. Yeah, see, that would, that's what I'm saying. It, I understand what you're saying. And in theory, on the outside, it sounds perfect. But when you start actually putting the numbers to it, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's like saying to a guy, man, I hit 18 out of 18 greens and I feel like I played like crap. How many putts did you have? 30 because I putted like crap. Hold on. You had 18 greens and you had 30 putts. That means you shot six under, 66, which in your mind now, not a, that's too low. Yes. I just, no, I, it don't, I don't, I think that the game, I just think 30 under is absurd. Why? Because guys are that good and can go that low? Like this dude, don't forget, this is what his last three days. Now he shot 67. He shot four under on the first day, right? Right. And then he goes 60, 64, 63. Now I will tell look, I will tell you the 11 for 11 was something else. Like that was awesome. Bruh. Being seven under through five holes, I mean, seriously, being nine, nine under through nine and, and knowing you're nine under through nine and then birdie in number 10 and the par three 11th, which is a really evil, tough par three. Like, I'm saying, look, I understand for a lot of golf purists, they're like, oh, man, I like to see one guy struggle and whatnot. But sometimes when a dude is on point, you got to give that dude his due. Like, we're not shooting 30 under every single week. So no, and let me, a let guy me who wins by 11 is like, come them, on, man. I don't want them to struggle, but I want them to at least be challenged. They're the best in the world. Let's see them be challenged. The guy won by 11 shots. You know who was challenged? Everyone else. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Everybody else was challenged. Oh, and by the way, you know what I'm saying? Like, you say you want to see the best guys in the world challenged. Um... How about Rory McIlroy and Tiger Woods? Like, they those, weren't challenged. They were just bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's golf, though. You know that. You know that that's golf. Like, it is. It's a week-to-week thing. Right? I mean, Dustin didn't Dustin shoot two rounds in the 80s at one point at a tournament? Yes, that was less than six weeks ago. Less than six weeks ago, this dude dropped a couple of eight zeros on people. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is the. This is why. 99.9% of players have sports psychologists because this game will make you crazy. How can you shoot 280s and not be competitive and look like you don't even know how to hold a golf club? And then you come out and you were 11 under through 11 and part the last to shoot 60 last seven holes. I love what Nick Faldo said too, because it's so true. If this dude would have parred the first seven and then went 11 under on the last 11 holes, we collectively would have lost our minds. Lost our minds. But because he shot 11 under through the first 11, and everybody was like, 54, here we go. Right? <laughs> right? Because, <laughs> because he part out, everybody was like, nah, 60. Dude, you see, that's the you're thing. You're not that good, bro. You're not I that had, good. I had that as the biggest disappointment of the weekend. Right, the dude shoots 60 and everybody's like, man, you suck, dog. You can't finish the job. But I, I won by 11. Yeah, we ain't talking about that, though. I was so angry 
that <laughs> he, he, that's how he finished. I'm like, dude, if you're going to go 1100 through 11, give me one more birdie and get your 59. At least, and, and tie the dude that already shot 59 right. that day. Like, come on. Like, at least finish what you started. But I think, I will say this. You're not going to give this dude credit because, like, look, Scheffler shot 59 and could only follow it up with a 67. DJ I, went 64-63. Come on, man. I think it was a great start for the FedEx Cup playoffs because of the name, the history. He became world number one again. He did. That's why the world number one ranking means nothing, and I've tried to tell you that. But you're and mad right at the now, game. Yeah, I'm a little mad at it. Um, <laughs> I think you're more mad that he couldn't finish off the 58. That's what yeah, it sounds like to me. I, I wanted a 55. Don't, don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like when he got to, when he was seven under through five, and I was like, if this dude gets to eight by the turn, it is game on. And when he got to 11 under through 11, I literally was like, what's the lowest anyone's gone ever, period? Like forget tournaments. I said that, that sort of thing in all time history. Yep. Yeah. Like forget, like what did, what I kept thinking to myself. Hey, what did that lion knucklehead from North Korea say that he shot that one time? Like a 39 or, yeah, or 48 Kim or something? Yeah, the, the first one. Hole in yeah, one. yeah like the, a, the, dude, the, the, the dad. Yeah, the dad. I would have loved if like DJ would have shot a 54. He would have sent him that scorecard and been like, I'd like to see your scorecard, sir. I think he's dead. Yeah, I know, but whatever. It still would have been a good story. Don't, don't ruin a good story with the truth. <laughs> so because of Dustin Johnson's win, he went from 15th in the FedEx Cup standings to number one. Justin Thomas now the number two. Webb Simpson stays at three. Daniel Berger moves up from seven to four. Colin Morikawa, five. Harris English, six. Bryson, seventh. Sung J.M., eighth. John Rahm, nine. Patrick Reed, ten. Top How about third? this? Only one dude from outside the top four, outside the top thirty, or out. I'm sorry. Only one guy from outside the top forty made it inside the top thirty last week. I'll tell you. Let me. Uh, Kevin Kisner. Yes, sir. He was fortieth, and he played good enough to get in. And the guy who made the biggest jump of all, Russell Henley. Russell Henley was a hundred and first starting the week and jumped forty spots. To finish in 61st so he got he was way he wasn't even like he didn't even start chewing the gum to blow the bubble to be a bubble <laughs> boy this dude stole eight packs of gum chewed them all up and blew them at the same time he just went that old like big league chew pouch yes put the whole pouch in his mouth and blew one as big as a small child like that bubble just it was awesome so tiger watch with what he did he got himself he's not like He's uh, 57th now, which from 49th to 57th. He needs to do a lot of work to get into the he top has 30. To, for the he has to finish solo sixth or better. So the way it, And right. the way he's playing, nah, nah. That ain't happening. How about Rory McIlroy admitting that sometimes he's just like, nah, I'm not really into it. Like, this is the thing. Don't get me wrong for him saying, I love Rory. And I love his brutal honesty like that. I love the fact that he's like, you know what? Yeah, Kepka said it, has said it before too. Yeah, but Kepka also said he was fine, and now we know he was lying with his bad knee. He's out of the playoffs completely. Mm-hmm. So it's like we lost. There's a there's a ton of really good golfers that are gone. Phil Mickelson, he's playing on the Champions Tour like now because he ain't in the playoffs no more. That's the only way he can get ready. 
for the U.S. Open, Wingfoot, there's big meltdown there. Like Tiger Woods, probably not going to make it to BMW unless he has a miracle week. And this will be the first time we've seen him play two in a row. Now, he is in BMW because he's in top No, seven. I mean, this week, uh, this week I mean, the tour championship. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, tour yeah. championship. Tour championship. Yeah, this week, BMW. But I'm saying, like, this will be the first time when we've seen Tiger play two in a row like this. And who knows how his back is going to hold up. You See, know, he, this is he looked where, good on the weekend when it did matter on Sunday when it did matter, but who doesn't? <laughs> when you look at the FedEx Cup points and how this is structured, I'm going to go, okay, so Dustin's got 2,500. Justin Thomas has just shy of that, 2,479. Webb has 2,100. Daniel Berger's got 1,900. I believe that anyone that's in the top 10 of points for the Tour Championship, I'm always of the opinion at that point, start over, and it's a winner take all in the tour championship for the top ten. For the top ten, so why have the other point, twenty guys? You don't need them. No, for for money and placement and whatnot. Like I think that they're like, I don't see. I just because so I wanted to do like there should be a tournament inside the tournament. I agree. So the, yes, it's like all thirty guys play, but the top ten guys are the ones that are playing for the big money. That are yeah that there's a there's another there's a FedEx Cup bracket for the top ten. That's too confusing. Yeah, try, but see how would you do it? Like the guy that finishes, I just think I think it's too confusing as it is. Like if I'm Kevin Na, I'm 21st in the standings. I've got 1,081 points. I'm gonna I'm looking good for the Tour Championship right now, but he's got no chance to like win it, the FedEx Cup. So what's the point? Yeah, but I don't. See, here's the thing, because right now, because the points are tripled, if Louis Oosthuizen is in, who's number 70, if he wins the BMW this week, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but if he were to win the, the, the BMW, right. then, he, then he's got a legit chance to win the FedEx. I get to this point every year with at this time where... I would be fine with the 30-player tournament winner-take-all because a guy like Billy Horschel has six top tens this year. He sits at 30th with no wins. But he has the credentials this year to justify being qualified for a winner-take-all tournament. But see, here's the thing. This is where the tour made a mistake when they first came up with the FedEx Cup and said it was a celebration of great play throughout the year. Right. When really it's not. (laughs) It's not. Right. That's not what it's about. You're not getting rewarded. You're getting rewarded for how you play in these three events, and that's it. Like you start off with a little lead, but it doesn't mean anything because all the points are now tripled. And so that's the deal. If you remember, Tiger won the tour championship, didn't win the FedEx Cup. Like nobody remembers who got that money. It was Justin Rose that won it. That's yeah, but that's what I mean. it was and nobody stupid. remembers, and no one cares. Does anyone care, though? No, because that was an iconic golf moment for Tiger, but that therein lies my point. Hey, but guess what? The already, same thing happened with Tiger and Phil at a tour championship already. We're same already thing with VJ. Like, but could you imagine that day of Tiger? Look, him winning again was already him winning, right, an all-time story. the tour championship. If he wins the tour championship and it's a winner take off for the FedEx Cup too, right. I mean, right, I understand I understand what you're saying, but there's another problem with that, right? So the problem with that is 
and I love this dude to death, but at the time, people would have been like, oh, no, we this can't be. We're not going to allow this. Two scenarios had the possibility of happening. Number one was Paul Casey, which I was praying for. Paul Casey actually had an opportunity to become the first guy to ever win the FedEx Cup without winning one playoff event. <laughs> which you know me, like, that kind of mischief, like, like anarchy. Yeah, you got to win, yeah. You know I me, mean? the fact that you can win 15 million and not win a tournament, oh, just please, please let something like that happen. Because I know that would put somebody somewhere on a rooftop, like on Suicide Watch, right? Yeah, but you'd see, have to talk me... them down. Or the the other problem that the tour is that they're terrified of is we both love Xander Joffle, right? Yep. But is he a household name? Nobody knows Xander Schauffele. Not, not outside the golf nerds, no. So that's what I'm saying. This dude wins the Tour Championship and wins Rookie of the Year. But if he wins the FedEx Cup, too, does that now people are like, man, that was we got to start watching Xander Schauffele? Yeah, nope. Even though they should, but it's now they're like, nah, mm, not doing that. So that's the thing. I'm counting 27. I was going to say, what are you counting up, man? You are mouth counting. I should have just started messing you up. I could have been like Xander Schauffele, 15, 19, 17, 28, 44. You would have been like, you're an ass. Why you keep 19, 6, 5, 9, 12, 15, 4, 12, 7? So while Caddy's talking, I'm, I'm literally mouth you're counting. You're trying to add. I know. So in the, tw- in the top 70 of the FedEx Cup standings that are moving on to the BMW Championship, there are 28 players. Out of the top 70 who have won an event this year. Okay. So, so less what, than half. Less so than le- half. Much less than half. So I'm with you. Like, should you even be, should consistency, but look, Adam Scott's got one top 10 and one win. Right. How, like, what is Yeah, but well, hold up though. Let's be honest, man. You say that, right? Like you say that, you'd be like, oh man, that's not cool. Brendan Todd's got two wins. You're not going to tell me you'd be jumping off the ceiling and be like calling your friends if he's leading at the tour championship and got a chance to win the FedEx. You'd be like, yo, Brendan Todd, come on, y'all. But and I love that. Yo, you're you're not wrong, but at least Brendan Todd has showed up and won an event. So? So what? There's plenty, <laughs> of dudes, there's plenty of dudes that show up and win events. That don't mean that you want them as the poster kids of the PGA Tour. You don't want Jim Herman and Andrew Landry? <laughs> and yeah, Mike Thompson. I wanna, bro. Somebody got to put my food down. I need and somebody Richard to be Lewinsky. out there. I need somebody to deliver my food. <laughs> Uber I, Eats. I, that's I what I'm saying. Every year, I love the priority that the PGA Tour puts on the FedEx Cup and everything that goes. And I and I love it. I still believe that there's a way to enhance it to a do or die scenario to where even if you did the top 30, the top 10 don't play until Saturday and the rest of the leftover 20 play Thursday, Friday to make the cut into a winner take all weekend. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Something like that. Here's what I will say. I will say this, and this is where I, I kind of agree with what you're saying. And that is, if when you get to the tour championship, everything resets and then it's winner take all and everything plays out from there. If that's the scenario, then if a guy like Richie Rowenski, <laughs> no, nah, I I can't. That dude, he had, 
he he wore that wristband, bro. I can't, and he won't talk to me. I think he knows too. Like this dude won't even talk to me when I see him on a golf course because he wore that thin blue line wristband. And so, but I will say, if Brendan Todd or Lanto Griffin or uh, uh, Joaquin Kenzie Neiman, Tyler Duncan, yeah, like if one if one of those dudes wins the whole thing and the, then the fifteen million dollars. Then, because it was winner take all, I think that kind of drama then at least would elevate them. And I personally, because I'm inside, you know, I'm inside the ropes, like inside, I'm I'm all in when it comes to golf. If those guys win, then cool. Like let's then elevate them to that level and say, hey, if it is a winner take all, and those guys showed up when they needed to, what's wrong with that? Nothing, but the problem is if it's too many of them and not enough of the names that everybody knows, then no one will even tune in to watch. I 100% agree, but then that's my point. It's incumbent upon the names, then you have to show up. What do we say? And see, that's so hypocritical of what we as Americans cheer for every March, which is like, oh, the Cinderella. Let's have a Cinderella. It's good no, for the you sport. Don't, no, you don't. No, it's not. Well, Sister here's the, Jean, no, Sister Jean's good for a weekend, and that's it. Well, here's the thing. You want Cinderella to make it to the dance, and then in order to have part two, she needs to get crushed. <laughs> right? Oh, dude, I look, you're you're speaking to the choir on this one because like this, I, I want Cinderella at the dance. Like, I love the fact that Popoff, like last week's winner of the AIG women's open championship. Yeah. That was the ultimate Cinderella. Like Two months before, that woman had been – she was a caddy. Like, right. she was a player that had no status and had to end up caddying for a friend of hers and only got in because she had a ninth-place finish two weeks before, still had to go play a Symmetra Tour event. Like, that was the ultimate Cinderella story. Like, that was fantastic, and it was amazing, and no one melted down. She went out and took it, and it was awesome. Did that help grow the sport? Probably not. <laughs> we got invited to a Symmetra event, by the way. Oh, we did? Yeah, where the Symmetra wants us out yes. and, uh, to play in like the pre-event. Yeah. And do a pod from out there. Done. Done. Got to link up with those fine Symmetra folks. But Okay. No, I would love like, to do that, man. I love that developmental tour stuff, man. It's amazing the, the amount of great people that you meet. So I just, oh, yeah. Look. I, there, there are so many stories out there. I just, you know, and, and we've talked about this for quite some time. If we could find a way to perfect the postseason in golf, I really believe there's something phenomenal there. We just got to tinker with it. Yeah. You know what made Bob May versus Tiger Woods in the playoff at the PGA Championship awesome? He lost. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I agree. Like, like if, if he would have won, it, it would have been meh. I've mm. said it forever. One of my, if you want me to rage, like talking about golf, it's Y.E. Yang taking that from Tiger. Okay, that was actually kind of awesome because of what he did at the end. Like that dude, that was awesome because of how he did it. But yeah, I always want, like, I'll say it, and this is on the record, I can't stand Cinderella. Like, it's I fun. Love Cinderella. For, it's fun for a week or two. Get to the Sweet 16. It's all well and good. But at the end of the day, I want the Blue Bloods in the top programs because that's what's that's the best of the best. I want them top programs to get upset every now and then. And Everybody. I want 
I want Cinderella to make it to the dance. Give me Cinderella to the final four. Or but even give me Cinderella her? to the final. And like I said, you can't win, though. Oh, yeah. You, you know what, though? Right, like Duke Butler, for me, is one of the all-time great finals. Yeah. Because we did. We got that. We got Hoosiers versus, yeah. you know, we got Rocky versus. Uh, right. What's right. His, but know, only, only time Hoosiers, the only time you won. Only time Hoosiers is realistic is when they lose. You know what I mean? Everyone always forgets that in Rocky 1, he lost. That's what made it awesome. All right, so we will get to our picks this week for the BMW in just a couple of minutes because I continue What's to What's the bone that you got? I know I have some, I'm segueing to the bone. I'm segueing well, to the Last week, you've had this bone to so, pick, man. What's the deal? And here's there were two. Well, there's two things. Well, actually, oh. now, since we've had a week, there's two bones. The oh, first boy. bone. My good <laughs> First bone comes from uh, the fine people out here in the great state of Connecticut alerting me. I'm alerted by other people that you will be out here in September for an event, yet didn't alert anybody within your circle to go have some fun. What event am I coming to in September? You may want to check your schedule because you're speaking at a school event. What? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Are you not aware of this? Uh, this makes it even better. Hang on one second and I will get you the information. Cool. You are, according to this on my phone. <laughs> Very trustworthy. Didn't you just have to reset all your electronics for Ghost in the Machine? September 15th, Tuesday, the Watkinson School Golf Classic. Cocktail hour with special guest ESPN golf analyst and former PGA Tour caddy Michael Collins. Um, <laughs> I need to. Look at you're speaking at this event. <laughs> okay, look, man. Here goes September. <laughs> I'm gonna show you from now. <laughs> Dude, and this is printed on an invite. September 15th <laughs> from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Because here's the deal. What's it I know, say? I think I know what you're talking about. And it's because if you look closely at the event at the very top, what week is that? That says U.S. Open. So I'm scheduled to come up to the U.S. So, well, no. this that's I shouldn't say that. I'm not, as of now, scheduled to be at the U.S. Open. So any kind of engagements that I was scheduled to do or, <laughs> or hypothetically am scheduled to do apparently is all dependent on whether or not I'm coming to the U.S. Open, which right now I'm not scheduled to come up there because it's not on our air. And, you know, like putting people on airplanes, Disney's still not doing that. So you need to talk to Disneyland or Disney World. <laughs> Or didn't he? Somebody, you call Mickey Mouse and see if Mickey Mouse will put me on a plane and let me come up there. You know, if that's the case, then yeah, okay, maybe you I'm are. Gonna, is you that are a, is that something printed. for our RK guy, our yeah. buddy RK? Yeah. Okay. You I, are printed on the invite. Oh man, that's. I hope they have a lot of whiteout right there. <laughs> I do remember having a conversation about that, but here's the deal. But nah, man, this is the thing. That whole conversation was pre-COVID. That whole thing happened, um, it happened pre-COVID. So that's why it was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be up in the area, of course. But not be, I'll come help out 
however I can. But me, whatever. But yeah, now, well, they you know took that to the point of putting you on the invite. Well, they need to come. They need to, like I saw, talk to Disney man, Disney land, Disney world, Disney <laughs> somebody. You better talk to the mouse and make sure. Yeah, find the mouse, make sure he knows what the hell's yeah. Or hurry uh, up and let me finish well, I, this Prevo deal that I'm going to do so I can have my Madden bus to travel the country and not I, have to worry about it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm glad I alerted you to your schedule. Can you imagine September 15th and they're waiting for you to show up? So you may want to get on that. I, uh, yeah, I can't wait to get that text message on the 14th. What time do you land today? Land where? Land off when I, my feet hit the ground from my bed. So apparently you don't have a bone to pick with me because... Not that one. Now I've got a concrete one. See? Oh, yeah. So what's the other lie to my schedule? Man. That, that my apparently Maddie and the Caddy co-host secretary is scheduling things for me without even telling me. How many different co-hosts and shows do you need? You are so promiscuous when it comes to your golf show relationships. Like, how many do you need? Well, you only... You and Perez, which I love that show. Out of you've Bounds. Got, you've got you and I. You've got your own show on E, e Plus, America's Caddy. And now you I need, haven't even so wait. Time and out. And now man. you're doing another one with Sobel. Like okay. literally, dude, could you you are you are Tinder. You are golf Tinder. I like to consider myself I'm golf's Stephen A. Smith without the check. Like every time I, I see it, it's like, oh, join Michael Collins, who's now doing this. Join Michael Collins, who's now doing that. You need to be loyal to your brand. Well, if I'm, I don't understand. When you say I got to be loyal to the brand, that would mean that I'm not, that I stopped doing the show. I've not stopped doing the pod. I only got one podcast, only one. That's ours. That's like ours. How, how many things do you need to do? All of them. I look like I said until until I get that Stephen A. Smith check. Until I got Scott Van Pelt and I can be like, "Yo, I'm moving to Maryland. All right, cool. We're gonna build a studio. Yeah, we're, gonna build you a studio. we're gonna build you a studio. Like until I get to that level, bro, I'm gonna do every all of it. I'm a part of my Tuesdays. studio to get built on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. I still use a two thousand. I got an iPhone <laughs> 6 that I do my TVU app. When you see me on Sports Center with you, I'm on an iPhone 6, bro. That's how much money I'm making. So there you go. You know what I mean? Uh, There's my, that's what <laughs> you like. When am I going to stop? I'm, all of it. I, the last, you know what you're not going to hear me say? No. That's what you're not going to hear me say. Is there a check that you're not going to hear me say? No. As long you as are. You I only are, got look. This is all I got going on. So, Sobo and I just started the show on SiriusXM, and it's only once a week. It's a Wednesday, and it's gambling. It's golf gambling. Nobody you think else is you'd doing be better show. at picks if you were doing a golf gambling show. Shut up! I'm the analyst. I don't do the money stuff. I don't have to worry. Sobo does all of that stuff, and you know what? For some reason, on that show, I do pretty good. And yeah, then me and Pat have had that show out of bounds forever. But look, getting Pat to do the show on a weekly basis is maddening. It's crazy. And then you and I got the podcast. America's Caddy, I filmed one. I filmed one. So we haven't even written part two yet. We're still trying to figure all of that out. So you say like America's Caddy, like I got 20 episodes sold or something like that. Man, I only did episode one. Episode two, we don't even know when it's coming out. Like that's still in the works in the process part now. You don't even oh, make it, people buy you drinks. No, I don't make people buy me drinks. 
Like, you don't even need to be flirted with. Why not? I got something else coming. Working on something, too. Oh, see, here we go. <laughs> and it's not even sports-related, but it's in the family. It's in the it's in. Oh, the is that still? Is that yeah. Still? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. See? See? Does my it the United States? <laughs> it does. It does. It has to do with the United States. Yes, it does. All right, well. It has to do with America. It's I would ask you. United program. I would, e- I would ask you to at least wear protection when your promiscuity is all over the place. Bro, you ain't got to look. No matter how many things I do, you don't ever have to worry about it burning when I pee when I stick to <laughs> Maddie McCaddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I ain't taking no trips to Vegas. I ain't going on no benders, nothing like that. You know? <laughs> I seem to think, I don't understand how you have this bone to pick with me. You act like you only got Sports Center going on. You got 37 other things going on too, and I ain't giving you problems about that. Hey, let me tell you something though. There's a difference. This is like talking, this is like this is like talking to a girlfriend. Why you always be on Instagram and there are other chicks following you? Like I can't help who follows me on. What, what are you talking here's about? The, here's the difference. Okay, what's the difference? The difference is I've got my my sports center role. Yep. Okay, yep. and I have my college football role. Yeah, but it's not one role though. Those are completely separate things, and I've got my golf role. I have like. I have that's four things. That's like having, four. How many things do I got? Four. It's how many it's things you got? Within, four. Within the same sport. No. Here's the thing. You're you're hooking up with people at the same club. At least I'm going to different clubs. No, I'm not. I'm not. Who on the podcast worked on hey, America's Caddy? You're, you're Who on dip- the podcast works on America's Caddy? Nobody. Sport. You're it dipping, don't matter. You're, you're dipping your pen in the company ink in the same sport. Okay, so let me get this straight. So you got the regular college football scoreboard, and then you're going all day studio stuff, yeah. So all day studio stuff, but yet you're going to be calling games, calling games. That's college football. Again, I'm sorry. Are you not dipping your pencil in some ink right there? Like same, same same ink. Well, what if I'm if I'm walking if I'm walking down Main Street? There's the club that's titled College Football. I'll dip in there, see her in there, and then I'll go down the street after a couple. Go get go get something at sports at the club sports center there, and then when I'm done with that, I'll come to have a nightcap at the golf club. Whereas you, wait, what about the college football doing play by play? It's all the same club. It's in the college football club. It's just well, upstairs and downstairs. You're dipping two times at the club. That's two different girls. No, same. Oh way. yeah. Oh, see now that you did. <laughs> see why that pause? I saw you. <laughs> see, this is, that was right there. This is how to a good a good CIA FBI agent saw you look down and to the left. That was <laughs> I need to think of a quick lie. Oh no, that's different. That's different. It ain't the same as what you did. It's no, different. honey, it's different. My club got two floors. Yours has two bars on the same floor. Hey, like, okay. you, but like you're running into all of your girls at the golf club, all of them. Okay, so one of them's on the cart on the front nine, one of them's on the cart in the back nine. So what? As long as they don't see each other, they're cool. So those are... <laughs> so you have no bones to pick with me whatsoever. We quelled that straight up. I need to work on this comeback on the... This is bull crap. All right, so let's get into that. Let's get into our picks. Bruh, that is... Man, I don't know... So... I don't know what kind of, like, where you're getting your info from on how you picked the way that you picked and only had one dude... And I had three dudes MC last <laughs> week. Like that was 
I, mean, so I was so mad, I almost started sending text messages like a fantasy football fan. You know what I mean? I was like, bruh, I thought we was cool, man, when I seen you at the airport, man. What's up? So to recap, last week's total, Caddy's team, DeChambeau, MC, Colin Morikawa, miscut, Shane Lowry, his sleeper, miscut, He's and Rory McIlroy, two under. So Caddy's total last week with all of the penalties for missing the cut was plus four. Caddy's <laughs> team, Jason Day, missed cut, Daniel Berger, 18 under, T3, Justin Thomas, 7 under, my sleeper, Alex Noren, 15 under, grand total, 35 under, to take the week, I'm now 6-4 and four on the records, and now it is minus 207 to minus 133. I ain't even playing no more. So, without further ado... Go ahead, the tee box is yours, bro. Tee box is mine, and I promise you I am going to take players that I don't think I've taken before. Oh, I can't wait for this. Because what I've noticed is we've been, we've been picking a lot of the same few guys, which has obviously worked well for me. But I, I, I'm going to do my best to try to change it up. I'm going to go outside of my box, too. I might, okay. have, I might have one dude that I've picked before, but the rest of them that I'm looking to pick, depending on where you're going, then... So my first pick this week for the BMW... I'm gonna go with John Rom. See, you took my, my number. Pick. You took my number one pick off the board right there. Yeah, but he you always my... take Rom. No, I don't. You do. Really? Yep. All right. Do you want to go back? Because I've got these written down. I got these all written down. No, you can have them. I'm looking at our picks. I don't think I've ever taken Rom. Okay. I've never taken Rom. Okay. That's why I was excited about that one. But I bet. I bet. Way to really uh, go outside the box there. Like, <laughs> I've never taken him. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. I right, your first. Hey, you take the former world number one. Okay. That's real outside the box thinking. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going uh, Xander Schauffele. All right. Yeah. This week, I am going to take with my second pick. Mm-hmm. Tiger you're Woods. You're joking. No. Okay. Hot huh, dog. Good on you for taking Tiger. Um, I will take. Just needed the, to make the cut. That's all I need. Yeah, that's true. Because if he misses the cut, well, you know what? There's no cut this week. I was like, wait a minute, that don't sound right. There's no cut, man. It's top seventy. Everyone makes the cut. Oh, so and I'm we good. Can't, we can't then mess why, up. Then why not take Tiger? Yeah. So go ahead. You, you might as well. You take him DFL. Well, that's good for me. Um, I'm going to take Hideki Matsuyama. I like Hideki. I was going to throw that out there, but I'd taken Hideki before. Correct. You have. I have never. So I don't think go. so. I really, really like Patrick Cantlay this week. Oh, that's a good pick, man. I looked, I looked really hard at him as well. And he's one of those dudes that's like, man, he could really light some stuff up. He's um, one of, yeah, he's got that in him. <laughs> yeah, and especially at that golf course, he has a, he is um, he did well last year. Last year, he finished second to Justin Thomas there, so he's got a good history going back to um, Olympia Fields. So, or no, last year they played in Medina, so that's good. They're not playing there. That's good. I um, I actually love Mark Leishman 
Leishman, okay. Mark Leishman, who I don't know if I've ever used him before either. So I love Leash. So to recap my team going into my sleeper, John Rahm, Tiger Woods, Patrick Cantlay. My sleeper this week, he's been playing a lot of consistent golf, and I just I, I see him in the top 20 all the time, and is really all you need in these picks. Kevin Na is my sleeper this week. Man, that's a good, really, really good pick as well. He's another one that I looked at very closely just because he is captain consistency. That's he it. Was one, he was one of those dudes before he even was winning. This dude was always making the tour championship. And I'll never forget how many people would be like, yo, how is Kevin not making the tour championship every year? He's always like, there. Well, he plays 30 weeks and he finishes inside the top 25. That's like, all, that's all you, you got to do. That's the hell play, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like that sleeper pick. So I'm between three guys for my sleeper pick. All right. Let me recap your team at this point. Xander Shoffley, Hideki Matsuyama, Mark Leishman. Yes. And I have one who's a really good golfer, but also very unknown. I have one veteran who's on the list who has been playing very well and consistent as of late. And then I got a rookie who mm. I think has done some damage. And it's just been a year of the rookie. I would lean that. And guy. that's and I am because he's actually 33rd in the FedEx Cup. So he has to play well this week to play himself into the tour championship. Sounds like Matthew Wolf. It does sound like Matthew Wolf. And I'm in between my three guys that I'm thinking of are Cameron Smith, Ryan Palmer, and Matthew Wolf. And I think I think for that rookie, because Cameron Smith is 26th right now. Yeah. So he's right on the line of could get bumped out. And he's not quite safe. And yeah, I'm gonna okay, and it, because it's a sleeper, and because Matthew Wolf, it's I'm gonna take Matthew Wolf as my. I sleeper. love it. I love that pick. I, I, I this has been the year of the rookie, and I've absolutely loved watching these younger guys play. Yeah. All right, so the teams to recap: Xander Hideki, Leishman, sleeper Matthew Wolf for Team Caddy, Team Maddie, John Rom, Tiger Woods, Patrick Cantlay, sleeper Kevin Na. Mm. All right, so those are good. Also. Next week, we're going to try to do this on Mondays because of scheduling. Next week's going to be a special edition of Maddie and the Caddy because it also coincides with our fantasy football draft night. Yeah. We're going to have some fun with that. We got a league, an ESPN league with some some anchors and and, and whatnot. Awesome. And, And hey, thanks last year. uh, I'm sorry. How come I didn't win like most improved? Since the very first year, I knew none of the rules, none of how everything was set up, none of that stuff. And everybody made fun of me because I walked <laughs> away from my computer and it auto-drafted a second kicker like in round four or something ridiculous. So I finished uh, close to DFL. But last year, made it to the championship game. Thank you very much. So, And thanks for saying, you know. Too, I, I it almost, was nice to play fantasy football with an adult last year. That was very good. Oh, yeah. No, it was thanks. It was nice for another adult to finally explain all the rules on how it worked instead of just, hey, why don't you just give us a couple hundred bucks to donate to the cause to our fantasy league football, our fantasy league football pizza party that we're we going to have we, at Chuck we, E. Cheese. We totally took advantage of you. It was awesome. Yeah. But that's fine. I'm good this year. Right. And now you that did, I know not to take any screenshots and post them. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I know I can change my name to a team that's inappropriate. Oh, yeah, let's, no, that, let's no, it's not going to get out there. Yeah, Sorry about that, everybody. Yeah, Sorry. That. And like I said, this is what happens when you don't tell somebody the rules. You know what I mean? Keep our team names offline. How's that? <laughs> There's your rule. My bad. Sorry. That was an amazing moment. All right. So picks are in. <laughs> we look forward to another week in the FedEx Cup. It's going to be fun as we inch closer for the caddy. Hey, uh, Michael Collins, just get, for the Maddie. Get schedule, yeah, get your schedule. Yeah, for the Maddie, listen, if you have anything else planned for me coming up yeah. in October or something, can yeah. you just text me and let me know what I need on my schedule since you, you know, you're doing what? secretary yeah. stuff too. Because I got sure, so many look, things going on. I got 27 things going on. Well, and you sure got only 26. I'm sure if you're talking to her, she'll be inside the golf club. At least I'll be down the street and you won't even see it. (laughs) We'll see you next week on Maddie and the Caddy. Thanks for listening to Maddie and the Caddy. Check out more great ESPN podcasts in the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Maddie and the Caddy.